Welcome to the Homeschool High School Podcast, brought to you by SevenSistersHomeschool.com and the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network. I'm Vicki, and I am so excited to meet one of our new friends. So we, we oh, we have the best time with the two-to-one network is we meet so <laughs> many of our homeschool blogging friends there. And I am particularly <laughs> excited today to meet Katie Walkis because she is a second generation homeschooler. And, you know, for those of us who have had kids that went through all the way through homeschooling and graduated and are adults now, it is just blesses our hearts to see a new generation come along who's homeschooling. So, you know, they, they, uh, we did not ruin them. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, Katie, say hi to everybody. And we're going to talk today about the, the three lessons you learned from your parents, but I want to hear your homeschool journey first. So kind of give us an overview of what life's been like for you. Yeah, totally. So I am the oldest of seven kids. Um, my parents are, my dad is in the ministry, so he's a pastor. Um, we started homeschooling my third grade year. My mm-hmm. mom put us in private school. Um, that was the plan all along. And then my twin brothers came, it was me and my brother that were in private school and my twin brothers came along and they realized very quickly that there was no way they could afford to put four kids Uh, in private school on a pastor's salary. Um, Mm -hmm. And so my mom likes to refer to herself as a very reluctant homeschooler. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she she had no desire. She had no biblical conviction. She just did it because she had to. Um, and but then she fell in love with it, like yeah. absolutely fell in love with it. And she now has homeschooled. She just graduated her seventh kid um, wow. this May, and so she's done twenty three years of homeschooling. Um, and so yeah, and then as an adult, um, I met and married my husband. Um, we've been married. 13 years now in August, and we have six crazy kiddos, um, ranging in age from 12, 12 down to, uh, three years old. So it's, it's chaos and craziness here, but Mm -hmm. we love homeschooling our kids. My husband's a second generation homeschooler as well. So we love being able to give that gift to our kids that we felt like we got. Well, I love to hear about second generation homeschoolers. So, and, and you're doing then several of the early grades right now with your kids all at the same time. Yeah. Yep. We've got, we've got sixth grade, two in sixth grade, one in fifth, one in third. Uh, This will be what they're going into next year. And then a preschooler, two preschoolers. So we've got middle school down. So when do you, when they all hit high school, it's going to be quite the adventures. It well, is. It's adventures all the way through. Yes. So, <laughs> yeah. All right. So that's a great segue to what did you learn from your mom as you guys went through the growing up? Like, by the way, uh, your website is life in the mundane. Yes. And I recommend to everybody just enjoy going over there and scrolling low down on the homepage. There's a video of Katie with her siblings and they are talking about what it's like being homeschooled. And it is so homeschooled. Like I just (laughs) had so much fun listening to the way adult homeschoolers laugh, you know, and, and telling about what it was like, you know, homeschooling. So anyway, that's a fun thing. So back to what we were going to talk about. So tell us about what you learned from your mom. 
Yeah. So, I mean, there were obviously more lessons than I could recount to you here, Mm -hmm. but when I kind of sat down and started thinking about what were the top three most important lessons that my mom and my dad taught me, it definitely, like there were three that really came out and it was funny because not many of them were academic heavy. Mm -hmm. Um, So we tend to like be worried, are we going to teach our kids everything they need to know before they graduate? But the things that really stuck out to me was my parents teaching me a love of learning and mm. how to learn. Mm. Um, you know, it, it sounds cliche. It's something that's used a lot in the homeschool community, but it's really amazing that when we stop worrying about the gaps that may happen in our kids' yeah. schooling, and yeah. we just start focusing on teaching them how to love it and how mm. to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people have never been taught how to learn. You know, they don't know where mm. to go find the answer if they don't remember the information or whenever taught the information. And so you can do so much for your kids by just teaching them those basic skills. How did your mom do that? Like, can you think yeah. of a specific story about that? Yeah, totally. Um, she, I, I always say my parents did three things that were really important in everything they taught us. They modeled it themselves. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you can't give your kids a love of learning if you don't have a love of learning. <laughs> so my mom was always reading something. Now, granted, it took her forever to get through a book on her own. And she would fall asleep most times while she was reading. (laughs) But like, I, I saw her desiring that we would go to the library and she would check out her own stack alongside of us. Um, And that was such an impactful thing to me. So she modeled it, but then she taught us how to love learning by teaching to our strengths and the uh, things that we were really interested in. mm -hmm. So for instance, in high school, I was very interested in going into counseling. Um, and so she created essentially a course for me designed specifically to what I was interested in. Oh my Um, goodness. What what kind of things did you do? Yeah. So she, um, she went to the Christian counseling education foundation, the Mm -hmm. CCEF. They have a ton of great books Mm -hmm. and they even now have courses that I think high schoolers can take, but at that point that wasn't an option. Uh So we went through several of those books. Um, she found online case studies, So we would go through a case study and we would discuss, how would you handle this situation? Mm -hmm. What would you ask? What does the Bible say about these situations? Mm -hmm. Um, And it's just really fun to see, like getting to teach. One of my brothers wanted to be um, an architect. Mm -hmm. So she had him sit down and talk to an architect in our church and get to like pick his brain and just those kinds of things just really spur that love of learning when you teach kids brains. Yeah. It sounds like your mom was very attentive Mm -hmm. to, even though there are seven of you guys, so she was very busy, but she was attentive (laughs) to the gifts and the interests that God was revealing about you guys. Yeah, absolutely. She was a big student of her children. And that's Mm. something that really stood out to me is that I have to be a student of my kids. I have Mm. to learn as much as I can about them. And then she always applied it. So she like made sure there was practical application where the rubber meets the road moments. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's a big thing is that when kids are just, you know, a lot of information is shoved at them, but they don't Mm -hmm. see how it applies to their life. That's where a lot of the the disdain for learning comes in because it's Mm -hmm. like, why am I learning algebra? What's the point? So she would be like, Hey, let's use algebra today. You know, let's, (laughs) let's do, um, let's use math to figure out we're going to wallpaper this room. Like let's use the math to figure out how we're going to cut it and the angles and the things like that. Mm -hmm. And it was just really, it really helped me to see the purpose and the reason behind the learning. So that that's so admirable. And I'm so glad that 
you noticed what she was doing. So now mm-hmm. as you have kids, it's easier for you to replicate that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. For sure. The the other thing that she taught me, and I think this is probably well, I mean, all three of these are so important. They really go hand in hand, but this was really stuck out to me was they taught us how to communicate well and mm. how to have good conflict resolution. Oh my goodness. Uh, because as homeschoolers, when you're all living together and you're mm-hmm. learning together and you're doing life together, there's lots of opportunity for conflict. Yes. A lot of chance to practice. <laughs> yes. And if we don't, if we just, you know, shush our kids or, you know, tell them, no, just drop it. I don't want to hear it anymore. We miss out on a huge opportunity to really help them because the truth mm-hmm. is relational skills are going to be needed, whether they go on to a career or to college, whether they get married or they have a roommate, like mm-hmm. that's a universal skill of being able to communicate clearly and have good conflict resolution. Can you th- remember uh, a to-do you were having with one of your siblings and how she handled that with you guys? Yeah, she, um, I mean, there are so many times that we got into things. <laughs> we're best friends and we mm-hmm. fought like cats and dogs. Um, it's just the way it goes. But, you know, one thing I remember her doing is instead of like walking into a room and seeing us fighting and going, why are you doing that? Or, you know, mm-hmm. just really just kind of flying off the handle. She would just ask really, really good questions. So she would ask things like, you know, let's take a moment and see what what's going on right now. What do you guys, what do you observe? Not what is the other person doing? What do we observe about the situation? Um, when you, when this happened, what were you thinking in that mm-hmm. moment? Um, how did you respond? How do you think it could have gone better? Like, you know, is there a way we could have responded a little bit better to that situation? And instead of just coming in and being like, don't do this. And it was your fault or you need to stop. She came in and just asked questions, especially in high school to get us critically thinking about the way we were behaving and the way that those actions had consequences. So she didn't just act as a mediator. She sat down and took y'all through a thinking process. Yeah. Of the, you know, the, the objective observations and the perceptions yeah. and the thought patterns and your own problem solving. How could you have handled that differently? Yeah. Like, did she write any books? No, I wish she would though. I keep bugging her to do that. <laughs> she also Wait. did a really good job when we were younger because it's a progression, right? Everything yes. is homeschool is a progression. So when we're younger, it's a similar process, but it's also like, hey, let's let's go look at what the Bible has to say about this. And she would mm-hmm. take us with her to scripture. Well, mm-hmm. as we got into high school, she would start saying, what scripture applies to the situation? And uh-huh. if we didn't know, she was like, that's totally fine. You know, why don't you go in your room? Here's a Bible. I would love for you to find something and bring it to me. And so we got those opportunities to like dig into those skills ourselves and bring that back to her and kind of talk through that. So it's teaching us how to apply it and not yeah. just, you know, this head knowledge. Yeah. And, and having to own your own conflict resolution, like you had to sit with that. Yeah. And, and then to handle this, the, the spiritual angle, like, you know, what's God's yeah. opinion and uh, look it up. That's, that's wonderful. Warms my heart. <laughs> so, all right. They also put a lot of um, emphasis on communication when it came to our actual school subjects, mm-hmm. you know, so there was a heavy emphasis on teaching us really good um, writing skills, logic, critical thinking, public speaking. Um, they were very um, big on those subjects and just making sure they gave us the thing because we can think we can have great ideas, but if you can't communicate those properly, 
yeah. then a lot of things are going to fall apart there. And so I really appreciated the way, some of the ways she did that um, kind of practically is little things like having us in high school um, call and make our own doctor's appointments. Uh, and what was that to- like for you as a high schooler? <laughs> <laughs> terrifying. It was absolutely yeah. terrifying. Um, she was like, I want you to call and make this appointment. I'll be right here. I'll be right mm-hmm. next to you. I have your insurance card in my hand, all the things, but they said, I want you to go do that. And I, I hated it. There was no part of me that enjoyed it whatsoever, Mm -hmm. but I am now two of my kids have medical special needs Mm -hmm. and I spend a good chunk of my week talking to doctors on the phone. And Mm -hmm. it wasn't scary when I got to that point as a mom, I was like, oh, I've done this a hundred times, you know, but those, those little life skills can cause major anxiety for kids. If we haven't given them the opportunity to try it. Yes. Um, so yeah. just having your kids order the pizza, skip the app yeah. this time and have them call and order it. And just giving them that practice can really help relieve a lot of anxiety and teach them important skills. So it's not only communication, but yeah, it's a practical life skill. Like if they go away to college, they have to make their doctor's appointments or they have to order their pizza. You know, <laughs> they have to do that all through adulting. So that communication skill is already nailed before you guys yeah. graduated. Now, did she do any public speaking kind of things with you guys too? Yeah. So we took, um, she gathered a cup us and a couple of our friends and she taught a public speaking class uh-huh. um, for us. And it was, awful as well. Um, (laughs) I I did not particularly appreciate it at the time. Um, and she had us go through, we had to write different speeches. And so sometimes we give them just among our peers, Mm -hmm. but she also made sure we had opportunities to, um, give introductions of somebody formally, like you wouldn't have talked, um, Mm -hmm. making sure we had an opportunity to share with our friends and family. And ironically, it's now what I do on the side, besides being a wife and a mother, I um, just spoke at a homeschool conference last week mm-hmm. and this is now what I do kind of as my side gig. And so it's so funny. I, I was terrified of public speaking. Mm-hmm. I did not like that class at all, but she knew it was something we needed. And I'm so thankful. My brother is a pastor. Uh, <laughs> so one of my other brothers is in the military and he mm-hmm. leads hundreds of men. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's just neat to see how God uses those things and those skills. So that was such a practical skill, although there's nothing really fun about like like, uh, (laughs) learning public speaking, but it is so like God uses that all the time through you guys. So she planted a good seed there with y'all. Yes. And I think the other thing too, is helping you work through some of those situations where there maybe is some social anxiety or Mm -hmm. some concern. So for instance, like a job interview as a Mm -hmm. high school. Mm. Um, that's really nerve wracking. Mm-hmm. So she would sit down before we would have a job interview and do a mock interview with us yes. and ask us questions that they could ask us. And we mm-hmm. felt so much more prepared for the situation because we had practiced it before. Mm-hmm. And of course it doesn't go exactly like that, right? but, but having that just makes you feel a little more prepared. So I think anytime with your kids, it's good to push them into those real life application yes. scenarios, but don't yeah. forget to equip them before you kind of give them that gentle nudge. Otherwise you're just going to create a lot of anxiety. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That, that practice ahead of time is brilliant. Wonderful. Yeah. So yeah, the third thing was, is just teaching us good theology and how to walk in our faith. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, it's not, it's definitely one of the most important things. And it really, again, she modeled that. And my Mm -hmm. dad modeled that. 
Um, it was a priority in their life, their personal relationship with God. Um, I saw them prioritizing doing devotions as a family and individually. Um, Mm -hmm. and it was something that the time was carved out, like nothing infringed on that time. It Mm -hmm. wasn't something fit into their day. They worked everything else in their day around that. Um, and that helps because sometimes we can talk to our kids and say, this is important to us. This is important Mm -hmm. to us. But in reality, where we spend our time and our money and our time talking about, that's what's really important to us. Like that's what communicates what's important to us. So I think when we can demonstrate that to our kids, that's like the first place to start by far. And I I appreciate how they they modeled that prioritizing. Like you guys saw them in scripture. Y'all saw them in in discussion on theological things. So it wasn't just a, here's a curriculum, go do it. Yes. But it was a, it was a priority as a lifestyle in your yeah, family. Absolutely. Um, and Bible wasn't just a subject. Um, you know, we, it was interwoven into everything we did. It was in our science. When we were learning about God's creation, we were talking about how it was God's creation. It wasn't mm-hmm. just a separate, wasn't a, com- a compartmentalized mm-hmm. lifestyle. Um, and that really makes a big difference with your kids. Um, but I think the biggest thing in high school and the thing I would encourage every mom to do is to really prioritize teaching your kids a biblical worldview. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are some great worldview curriculums out there that can help you walk through learning about how others believe and how that affects every decision they make and learning then also what the biblical worldview is and how that should affect every decision we make. Um, and it was an actual formal class that she taught in middle school, high school, um, and, but it was something then that we applied all throughout and we would be like, oh, okay. That's kind of a Marxist point of view. You know, mm-hmm. those are, those are very helpful. Well, then, so then they were also modeling discussing. So mm-hmm. it wasn't just, okay, now it's Bible reading time. All right. Now we're going on like y'all discuss things through the day. So you're living it out. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, even, even simple things like watching movies with your kids, mm-hmm. don't miss out on the app. Like, don't just say, oh, this is a bad movie. Don't watch it watch it with your, especially in high school, you know, Mm -hmm. you can watch it with your child and pause and have those teachable moments with your kids and being like, okay, what does the Bible say about the scene we just saw? You know, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. how would you handle this situation if you were there or Mm -hmm. what, what can we learn? This is always a question my dad would ask is we, we would say, what can we learn about this character's opinion of God Mm -hmm. based on this movie? Like what, what was their opinion of God or how did they live that out? Um, And it might be that they were existing as if they were their own gods, you know, like Mm -hmm. it didn't, it wasn't always just Christian movies. And so I really appreciated the fact that they were always giving us those opportunities to apply, apply, apply. Yeah. Well, and and not answering it for you. He didn't, your dad didn't lecture it to you. He pulled it out with questions. Yes. And that's, that's such good deep learning that way. Yes. And even giving our, my brothers, especially they, you know, he was like, you know, one day you may be called to have a family of your own and lead your own family and in, in spiritually. And so he gave us, uh, or he gave them opportunities to lead family worship. So he didn't uh, just do that as they got uh-huh. into high school. He was like, all right, now it's your turn. I want you to plan what we're going to do. Um, and that was really impactful for them. So again, it wasn't their first time doing it when they got there. Yeah. Yeah. Good, good life skill development. (laughs) Would you say that your parents have been enjoying parenting and homeschooling all the way through? Um, Like, it sounds like they must really think about it and have really enjoyed it as they've gone through it. 
Yeah. It's kind of funny that you say that because again, I started in third grade Mm -hmm. and my parents were like, okay, this is what we're called to do. And then after a year or so they fell in love with it Mm -hmm. and they really enjoyed it, but they were a lot like many parents out there Mm -hmm. and we're like, this is great. But when we get to high school, we have to outsource. Like we can't do that. (laughs) Yeah. We're, we're just not equipped for this. Yeah. So they actually sent me back to private school in ninth grade. Mm-hmm. And my mom was like, this is just, this is definitely the right decision. And it was really funny because I actually asked to come back home. Um, I am a social butterfly. I love uh-huh. being with people. Uh, but I was very bothered by how long everything took. I was uh-huh. annoyed with the busy work. Yes. And I was just like, I could have been done by noon. And instead I'm in school till three. And then I have two hours of homework because I, but I could have gotten all this done and learned more. And so I was like, look, I love my friends. I want to keep in contact with them, but I want to come home. And so she respected that. Mm-hmm. And she brought my brother and I home. Um, and she fell in love with high school. And she said, it's so uh, funny that how that cycle just kind of repeated it. Well, mm-hmm. I can't do it. There's no way I could do it. Uh-huh. And she says now after homeschooling all the kids, high school is her favorite age group Mine too. To, yeah. to do by far. Cause she said, yeah. your kids are thinking critically and you can have mm-hmm. those great discussions mm-hmm. and those application moments. So yes, mm-hmm. they enjoy it now, but it's just funny how, you know, even I, I look at people all the time, look at my mom and say, she's so amazing. How in the world did she do it? And I'm like, by God's grace you know, one day at a time. Yes. Yeah. And it left a good enough impact in your life that when you started having your own kids, then you started homeschooling. And uh, that's just beautiful to have another generation coming along. (laughs) So, all right. Well, this is a good chance to segue to the things that you offer because you have some really precious YouTube channel things. So just, just talk about your website and YouTube and anything you want to mention. Yeah. So, um, I have a YouTube channel called life in the mundane, um, and where I share resources that will Mm -hmm. help parents in their homeschooling and help encourage them in their biblical parenting. Um, I just enjoy sharing new things, but Mm -hmm. also looking at the things you're already using and showing how you may be able to utilize that to its fullest potential. Mm-hmm. Um, my heart in all of this is to really encourage moms to be present mm-hmm. in those mundane moments, to be really plugged into, um, what God's called them to right now and not always looking to the next level <laughs> or the next stage of life. Um, because that's something that I struggled with as, yeah. um, as a young mom when I first started out. And so, um, yeah, I have YouTube videos. I post twice a week on Wednesdays and Saturdays. Um, I also have an Instagram and Facebook page. Um, and I just enjoy helping and connecting with other moms. So, um, I'm always love for people to watch those and comment, but also if they have specific questions, they can always mm-hmm. email mm-hmm. at life in the mundane at gmail.com. And I love just answering questions one-on-one as well. Mm-hmm. What have you been speaking on at the conferences when you go to those? Yeah. So I have done some on how to homeschool preschool mm-hmm. and how to homeschool preschoolers, um, how to start homeschooling, just mm-hmm. all of the announced. And then the one that I did most recently was, um, systems for success, teaching moms, how they can actually create systems in their life, whether it's in their homeschooling or home management, that will just help streamline the process so they can be the best stewards of the time they've been given. So if you can, if you have links to any of your talks or you've got blog posts on them, send them my way and I will put them all in the show notes. So it's, okay. it's just a real encouragement, uh, especially to those of us who have 
our, you know, we've homeschooled our kids all the way through and to watch this next generation, but also to all of our homeschool seventh sisters who are educating multi-level kids. So we got high schoolers, we got toddlers and, uh, you know, you're a shining model here of uh, if it works and there's encouragement to be had. So we'll put links yes. in the show notes. So thank you so much, Katie, for joining us today. It just blessed my heart. Thank you for having me. I really enjoyed it. Okay, this has been the Homeschool High School podcast brought to you by SevenSistersHomeschool.com and the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network. We will see you next week. While we were talking, I kept feeling a tickling on like on my leg uh-huh. and then on my arm. And finally, this giant ant comes crawling. <laughs> so I was out on a hike right before we talked with the, yeah. I finally my first hike with uh, with one of my old friends since the pandemic. And uh, oh, that's so fun. yeah, I was so excited to do that. But I clearly brought home a souvenir with me. <laughs> so. Better. Better an ant than a spider. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Or a tick. (laughs)